Drinks by Maria Parloa. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Betty B. Drinks. Cocoa. Cocoa is rich in nutritive elements. Like milk, it has all the substances necessary for the growth and sustenance of the body. It is the fruit of a small tree that grows in Mexico, Central America, the West Indies, and other islands. The fruit is in shape like a large, thick cucumber and contains from six to thirty beans. There is a number of forms in which it is sold in the market, the most convenient and nutritious being chocolate. Next comes cocoa, then cocoa nibs, and lastly cocoa shells. The beans of the cocoa are roasted in the same manner as coffee. The husks, or shells, are taken off and the beans then ground between hot rollers. Sometimes the husks are not removed, but ground with the bean. The ground bean is called cocoa, and mixed with sugar, after being ground very fine, is termed chocolate. Vanilla is often added as a flavor. Sometimes the cocoa is mixed with starch. When the bean is broken in small pieces, these are called nibs. To make cocoa. Put a gill of the broken cocoa in a pot with two quarts of water and boil gently three hours. There should be a quart of liquid in the pot when done. If the boiling has been so rapid that there is not this quantity, add more water and let it boil once again. Many people prefer half broken cocoa and half shells. If the stomach is delicate, this is better than all cocoa. Sugar and milk are used as with coffee. Shells. Use twice the quantity of shells that you would a broken cocoa and boil twice as long. Chocolate. Scrape fine an ounce, one of the small squares of baker's or any other plain chocolate. Add two tablespoonfuls of sugar and put in a small saucepan with a tablespoonful of hot water. Stir over a hot fire for a minute or two until it is perfectly smooth and glossy and then stir it all into a quart of boiling milk or half milk and half water. Mix thoroughly and serve at once. If the chocolate is wanted richer, take twice as much chocolate, sugar, and water. Made in this way, chocolate is perfectly smooth and free of oily particles. If it is allowed to boil after the chocolate is added to the milk, it becomes oily and loses its fine flavor. Coffee. There is a variety of coffees, but unlike the teas, they do not owe their difference of flavor or color to the curing, but to the soil and climate in which they grow. Coffee grows on small trees. The fruit is something like the cherry, but there are two seeds in it. The beans are separated by being bruised with a heavy roller and are then washed and dried. The longer the raw berry is kept, the riper and better flavored it becomes. In countries where coffee is grown, the leaves are used as much as the berry. Like tea, coffee must be roasted, that the fine flavor shall be developed. There are large establishments for roasting and grinding coffee. The work is done by machinery, and nearly always the grains are evenly roasted and just enough to give the right flavor. If the coffee, after roasting, is put in close, tin cans, it will retain its best qualities for a long time. It can be ground when needed for use. Many persons think that heating the dry coffee just before making improves the flavor. There are many modes of making coffee, each having its advantages and disadvantages. Some people think that by first wetting the coffee with cold water 
and letting it come to a boil, and by then adding the boiling water, more of the strength of the coffee is extracted. When there is not cream for coffee, the milk should be boiled as it makes the coffee richer. As soon as the milk boils up, it should be taken off of the stove since it grows strong and oily by much boiling. Too many people, it is injurious to drink coffee, but physicians say that, taken without milk, it is harmless. Some element of the coffee combines with the milk to form a leathery coating on the stomach, which impairs digestion. A great many substances are mixed with coffee when sold to cheapen it, chicory, beans, peas, rye, and wheat being the commonest. To obtain it pure, the safest way is to buy it unground unless you purchase of a strictly honest dealer. Coffee drinkers, as a rule, eat less than other people, though coffee and also tea have little direct food value, but they retard the waste of the tissues and so take the place of food. The sugar and milk used with them give some nutriment. Boiled coffee. The old method of boiling coffee is still practiced by at least one half the housekeepers in this country. The coffee is sometimes boiled with an egg, which makes it perfectly clear and also enriching it. When an egg is not used, a small piece of salt fish skin is boiled with the coffee to clear it. Directions for making. A small cupful of roasted and ground coffee, one-third mocha and two-thirds java. A small egg, shell and all, broken into the pot with the dry coffee. Stir well with a spoon and then pour on three pints of boiling water. Let it boil from five to ten minutes, counting from the time it begins to boil. As soon as it has boiled enough, pour in a cupful of cold water and turn a little of the coffee into a cup to see that the nozzle of the pot is not filled with grounds. Turn this back and let the coffee stand a few moments to settle, taking care that it does not boil again. The advantages of boiled coffee are that when the egg is used, the yolk gives a very rich flavor, and when the milk or cream is added, the coffee has a rich yellow look, which is pleasing. It has also a peculiar flavor, which many people prefer to the flavor gained by any other process. The disadvantages are that the egg coats the dry coffee, and when the hot water is added, the coating becomes hard, and a great deal of the best of the coffee remains in the grounds after boiling. Also, in boiling, much of the fine flavor is lost in the steam that escapes from the pot. Filtered coffee. Another, and really the most economical and the easiest way of making coffee is by filtering. The French coffee biggin is valuable for this. It consists of two cylindrical tin vessels, one fitting into another and the bottom of the upper being a fine strainer. Another coarser strainer with a rod running from the center is placed upon this. Then the coffee, which must be finely ground, is put in and another strainer is placed at the top of the rod. The boiling water is poured on and the pot set where it will keep hot but not boil until the water has gone through. This will make a clear, strong coffee with a rich, smooth flavor. The advantage of the two extra strainers is that the one coming next to the fine strainer prevents the grounds from filling up the fine holes, and so the coffee is clear and made more easily. The upper strainer causes the boiling water to fall on the coffee like rain. In this way, it is more evenly distributed, and the fine coffee is not carried through the fine strainer, as it would be if the water were poured directly on the dry coffee. 
when milk or cream is added to filtered coffee it does not turn a rich yellow as in the case of that boiled with an egg a few spoonfuls of this coffee without sugar or milk taken after dinner is said to help digestion vienna coffee a quarter of a cupful of boiled milk add three tablespoonfuls of whipped cream and fill up with filtered coffee cafe au lait this is simply one pint of filtered coffee added to one pint of milk that has come just to the boiling point steamed coffee another mode of preparing coffee is to steam it the coffee is put in a pot and boiling water poured on it this pot which is made to fit into a tea kettle is placed in the kettle and the coffee is cooked from 10 to 20 minutes the water in the kettle boiling all the time this will make a clear and delicious drink tea there are three varieties of the tea plant both black and green tea can be prepared from them all green tea is made from leaves which are dried quickly and black from leaves which have first been allowed to stand 12 hours or more before roasting the leaves wilt and grow moist in that time and that is what gives the dark and peculiar appearance to this tea in making tea the pot should be earthen rinsed with boiling water and left to stand a few moments on the stove to dry put in the tea leaves and let the pot stand a few minutes longer pour on boiling water leaving the pot standing where it will be at the boiling point yet will not boil for from three to five minutes for moderate strength use one teaspoonful of tea to half a pint of water if the water is soft it should be used as soon as it boils for boiling causes all the gases which flavor the water to escape but if the water is hard it is best to boil from 20 to 30 minutes the gases escape from hard water also but boiling causes the mineral matter which hardens the water to settle on the bottom of the kettle and the water becomes softer lemonade good lemonade can be made with half a pint of lemon juice extracted with a squeezer and strained three pints of water and a generous pint of sugar have the drink cold hot lemonade is highly recommended for a cold a glass can be made with the juice of a lemon one large tablespoon of sugar and a cupful of boiling water drink it hot end of drinks by maria parloa